people have commented that it's a very close relationship with Stella. And interestingly, actually, with Eva, I haven't taken my parental leave yet. I'm going to take it in. Um, I'm taking it in a few weeks' time. And I've got to be honest. I there is a stronger bond with Stella than there is with Eva at this point in time, which I think is partly because I had three months with Stella at the very beginning. A warm welcome to the Leaders with Babies podcast. My name is Verena Hefti. I'm the CEO and founder of Leaders Plus, an award-winning social enterprise dedicated to supporting leaders with babies and young children. I passionately believe that it is just not okay that in the UK today, if you have a child and want to care for it, it significantly can impact on your chances of getting to the most senior jobs. With this podcast and also our award-winning Leaders Plus Fellowship Programme, I want to change this. I want to give you inspiration and practical support to continue to progress your career whilst enjoying your young children. A very warm welcome today to Tim Allen, who we have on the podcast today. He is a partner at PwC and also has been a mentor on the fellowship programme. Thank you, Tim, for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me to join you. So the reason I wanted to chat to you is because you've taken chair parental leave and you probably were one of the first partners in the firm to do so. But before we get into that, can you just tell me a bit more about who you are, what your family setup is and what you broadly do at work? So who am I? Um, Actually, my life's pretty simple. I had my 20th anniversary in PwC a few months ago. So 20 years in PwC. And before that, I grew up in Lincolnshire. I'm married to Simone. And we have two daughters now. Um, Congratulations. I didn't know that. How how old is the second one? The second one was April. So are we now six months? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 indeed. Uh, So we're surviving. Uh, And the first, uh, so the second one is Eva. And the first, another daughter is Stella. And she is two years and three months now. Wonderful. Both myself and and my wife, Simone, were in full-time employment, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you took off three months parental leave, didn't you? Can you talk me through when you first heard about the opportunity that you can't take parental leave to finally making a decision between you and Simone, that's what you were going to do? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I guess I, I looked in this when we found out that Simone was pregnant with our first Stella. So, you know, that's going back now almost three years ago. And I can remember, although we've been trying, um, I hadn't really looked into it at all until we found out we were successful. And I remember going on our intranet and just researching, and I came across an, um, a policy that was sort of hidden a little bit, to be honest, on our intranet, which said you're entitled to parental leave, share parental leave. And all I seemed to need to do was to talk to my, effectively, what we call a career coach, and then, then I'd be able to take it. For my level, it was capped at three months. It was a relatively new policy, actually. Mm. It had only been introduced a few weeks beforehand, although I hadn't seen any comms around it at the time. It meant I could take three months instead of the historical two weeks for fathers. Mm-hmm. And what that, was that before share parental leave was introduced? Yes, it probably was. Yes, you're right. Yes. So that was introduced. And now, obviously, we have the, the broader shared parental leave as well. And when you saw that policy, did you immediately think, yes, I'm going to do it? Or was there some thinking that happened? There's a mixture, actually. Immediately I saw it. I was like, oh, fantastic. That's amazing. We spoke to Simone about it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be, well, it's life-changing anyway when you have a child, right? But it's going to make a big difference because it, it was our first child. Both of our sets of parents are, are not near us. So, and we don't really have any family around us. So we weren't going to get any support from that perspective. So initially, I thought, good. Then when I started reflecting on it a little bit more, I was like, okay, well, I, I am a partner in this business. I am leading a team. 
how's it can be viewed. I'm not aware. There's probably about 45 partners in my media area of the business. I'm not aware at the time that any of them had taken anything like this. Uh, well, they hadn't. So how, how would it be viewed by my peers? That was certainly a consideration. Uh, and then how would it how would it impact me in, in my career, both in the short term, because, well, being in a firm, professional service firm, you are, you are assessed each year in terms of your performance and then also your progression as well. Again, professional services, even when you make partnership level, there's still many different sort of levels and opportunities for progression. And I, I was conscious about how it just reviewed because I hadn't seen any precedent for it to date. And what made you go ahead with it? Was it a particular conversation you've had that made you? Yeah, I'd say um, my career coach at the time was fantastic about it. Conversation with him, very supportive. And, and I also thought about it, my role as a leader and, a, and as, a, as a role model, as I sort of alluded to, um, as well as being a partner in PwC, I, I do lead a team of about 150 so people. We started to talk about uh, promoting the workplace being something that is supportive and right for parents because the consulting model it can, can, can be challenging uh, there's no getting away from it you can be traveling you can need to go wherever the client is and you don't know who the client might be from one week to the next and that that is difficult to manage around child care if you will so i i did think like i have a responsibility here to actually set an example set some leadership so that also was probably my primary driver, really, in terms of well, one of the primary drivers in taking it up. But also the firm was very supportive. I got no sense. Any of the concerns that I had were addressed, were reassured, and they went away very quickly. You mentioned about the impact on your family. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me a bit more about that? Yeah, no, indeed. So as I said, my, my wife actually works at Unilever. And I call out Unilever for they have a great maternity package and, and parental leave package. So she was entitled to nine months maternity, which is fantastic. But equally, her parents, or well, she's Brazilian, her parents are in Brazil. So she's very mindful that didn't have any family support around. So for her, I mean, it was real. She, I can remember she was ecstatic when she found out that I would be um, able to be with her through the giving birth, having a child process, but being there for three months in a completely different way, if we're honest, than if you had two weeks and then you're back at work. I mean, that really was something that uh, I think reassured her a lot. And we took a lot of comfort from that. Yeah, with the broader family, also, I guess there's a factor I hadn't really thought about. With the broader family, probably I can remember speaking to Simone's mum and she was like, oh, it, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable because um, I was feeling slightly guilty that I wasn't going to be able to come across for Brazil and stay with you for as long as what I was thinking I might need to to support my daughter. So it was also, I guess, a good thing from that perspective as well. I guess it's hard to say, but did, in what way do you think your relationship with your daughter is different now? Or is it different as a result having of having taken parental leave? Yeah, as you say, it, it is tough, right? I was thinking about this uh, ahead of this, and I'd thought about it previously, that was a very close relationship with, with Stella. And interestingly, actually, with Eva, I haven't taken my parental leave yet. I'm going to take it in a few weeks' time. And I've got to be honest, I, there is a stronger bond with Stella than there is with Eva at this point in time, which I think is partly because... I had three months with Stella at the very beginning. And I think with Eva, I took two weeks and we deliberately, Simone and I talked about it and said, well, look, you'll get better quality 
time or a different time, a different perspective, maybe a better way of saying it, if I take it after six months. <laughs> I uh, completely agree with you. There is something about babies at the very yeah, They're cute, just, but there is... They um, don't do much, yeah. do they, right? And they don't... <laughs> they give stuff back, but it's in different ways, right? There isn't so much interaction because they're just sleeping more. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's that as simple is as that, true. right? Uh, whereas, um, you know, Eva now, I was with Eva, we went to the British Museum on Sunday and she is a lot more engaging. She can hold your attention more. So, but I do think it, it did make a big difference with Stella. It also, I've got to be honest, with Stella, in the first three months, we were taking it in turns to do sort of night, night shifts, recognizing there's so much, there's the constraint or inherent constraint if your breastfeeding as Simone was as to how much you can do. But I was doing probably, if I'm being honest with myself, more with Stella than what I have been with Eva because I had that time at the beginning with her to get into a routine mm. um, with Eva less so. So I do think it has created uh, more of a bond with Stella. And I do think with Eva, hopefully after these next few months of taking parental leave, we'll have a similar. Mm-hmm. Is your wife staying on maternity leave during that time or is she going back and handing the baton over to you? She's staying. Um, as I said, we are in a fortunate position that Unilever have a generous mm-hmm. maternity policy. So she is able to take the nine months. So we're going to s- s- sort of do it together, I guess, and have some some experiences and i think we might mm. do some traveling it's uh, very nice we went traveling with our um well six months old and uh, dean took off what i can't remember two or three months and th- yeah it's really special to not have that time mm. that is pressurizing but yeah i hope i hope it will you'll enjoy it and um it will be a valuable time okay um i want to talk about the work a bit more you mentioned about performance assessment mm-hmm. earlier when mm-hmm. you've been away Mm-hmm. And obviously every firm has very specific ways of doing that. But how did you make sure you didn't miss out when it came to appraisal and pay rise time? So Stella was born in August. So I was away August, September, October time. Now there was a little bit of luck around that actually, because in the summer, the sort of market tends to be a little bit softer in terms of consulting work uh, i'm not saying we sort of timed conception to take advantage of that because we certainly didn't but uh yeah there's a little bit of that but on a practical level it, it's it's an interesting one to get the right balance actually because the first two weeks i can remember parental leave it's kind of like when you're on holiday and you're still checking your emails you're still thinking about work now, obviously, having a, a new baby is sort of pushing that out a little bit, and that's taking more of your attention, but you still got work going on a little bit of it in the back of your head, which I sort of recognize. And over time, you, you do sort of let go, and, and, and Stella sort of takes up more of, your, more of your time and forces you to let go. Then you've got this sort of um, challenge giveaway because you could e- easily pass the three months because it goes pretty quickly, right? Three months sounds, sounds like a long time, but actually, there's a lot going on in the day. You're busy. Although I said young babies or babies sleep a lot, they also are quite quite demanding when they're awake. And even when they're sleeping, you're doing everything you need to prepare for when they wake up again. So there it was a case of thinking, okay, I want to connect in with what's going on at work. And I used to, with my sort of career coach again and, and different mentors I have, used to connect probably once a fortnight i think in terms of what's going on in the business that enabled me to come back and and be well connected and i can remember particularly with probably about four weeks to go to coming back uh, again this is this is just the world of being a consultant there is a significant new piece of work developing with one of my clients so 
I did get involved a bit more there. I didn't actually come into work. Just uh, I can remember doing a couple of calls and I needed to be to be on. And again, it was out in the balance right because that enabled me to come back in and sort of almost it's a bit of a cliche, but hit the ground running again when when I came back in in November. So it's a bit of a cycle, a bit of a journey through the three months working out what is the right connectivity. And I guess that will depend on what profession, what career you're in. Somebody obviously might be able to take a complete disconnect, but I, I certainly coming back into the business, that's probably, I would have thought, risky. Um, not just for your career, but just in terms of how you how you adapt. I think having the conversations as you come back in means you can also, one of the things I talked to my career coach about was, you know, well, I, I did want to start working a day a week from home, which I wasn't doing previously because I wanted to start taking Stella to swimming classes. So on a Friday lunchtime, I used my lunch um, to take a swimming, which I could do if I was working at home. I couldn't really do that if I was coming into the office because I wouldn't be able to get back and in time. Through that period, was there anything that in hindsight you would do differently in terms of going on just practicalities of going on parental leave and coming back? Yeah, maybe a bit of the, on the prep side. I would have spent a bit more time thinking about prepping because I, I referenced the first two weeks. Head was still a bit in work. There's still quite a lot of loose ends that you haven't tied off. And, and I, I could try and blame that um, Stella was premature, but she wasn't actually. So that was just more thinking, okay, I don't know whether initially I really thought, okay, I'm taking this time, but am I really taking the time? You know, am I going to completely, maybe I was thinking in my head that I wouldn't completely disconnect. I wonder that. Mm. And I think, well, one, it's hugely valuable time. You know, it's incredibly, incredibly, um, I was incredibly grateful to have the time, but hugely rewarding. But then, as I said earlier, babies are demanding. You haven't got time to sort of be part-time working as well. Mm. If you're going to have a proper role in terms of in those first few months. So I, I think I would have spent a bit more time on the planning side. I think then during the parental leave itself after the first two weeks, um, probably not so much. I, I, I really enjoyed, you know, Simone and I talked about, like, if I'm taking the time, then I need to do exactly what Simone would be doing. We would share, which I think worked really well because that it did mean when I went back to work, while there was a recognition that there are some constraints around what you can do when you are, you know, back at work, there are still things that you were doing previously, which you can continue, which perhaps you wouldn't have done otherwise. And then I do think the connectivity coming back into the work is important. And also sharing with others. I, I do that more and more now. And I guess this podcast may help a little bit, but sharing with others within PwC and broader about the benefits and making people aware of the policy. That's something, although it's not something I would have changed, I guess, but you know, at the time I came, as I said, alluded to, I came across the policy, not quite by chance, but it wasn't far off it. Whereas I think the world has changed in the last few years and PwC is, is very focused on raising awareness now of shared parental leave and what we offer mm. our people. How did you tell clients about going on leave? And you get very different. So I just had conversations with them. Slightly nervous about it. Do you think, are people thinking it's an extended holiday? But I have to say, and I probably had about three or four clients. Um, that's normally my portfolio at any one point. All of them were very supportive. Think If I think back to my clients at the time, yeah, three of them were men who would have been the primary sort of leader of the different work that I was doing with them. And, 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 and one was a lady. Um, 
all of them were hugely supportive. The men and the lady, actually, they were all, all parents themselves. But it was quite interesting from the men. Two of them, I remember making a big point of saying, I wish I had the time to have done that. And just saying, like, really value and cherish the time, which I can remember thinking at the time, okay, I really do need to close out my stuff to be able to take advantage of, of that. And I didn't quite fully appreciate what they meant by that until I was sort of several weeks into the parental leave, I guess. Mm. Yeah, as you say, it takes a while for it to really sink in and just for even for your body to adjust to that very different routine where yeah. you're constantly on call and at the same time you don't have an agenda yeah, and nothing yeah. is ever finished properly. No, that's right. You know, to begin with, it's like a roller coaster, right? You've got on the ride and you're like, there's no way off this ride now. And it is all new experiences from the birth and um, uh, even <laughs> even the first few days and weeks coming home afterwards. So yeah, it does take quite a while to adapt and get into the new new routine and the new mm. experience. But to answer your question, I was, I was very surprised how supportive mm. my clients and other people were more broadly i think any concerns that i had were more it's often the case but it's more what i was putting on myself in my own head than what anyone ever said to me or even inferred to me that's very interesting and sometimes we can assume that the people who are you know who, who fit the who don't don't fit this the image of someone going on parental leave will make a judgment but actually your experience seeing that they were almost envious of the opportunity that you had. Yeah, and, and it, it actually, um, I would say it, you know, in a small degree, helped helped also not only their perception of me, but also their perception of PwC. One of them certainly called out, my, my business should be doing this. I'd, can you share me the details? Because I think this is something we need to do more of. Fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. You don't have, have to ask, answer this if it's too personal, but I'm interested, was there an impact on the relationship with your wife? What, having parental leave or having children? Well, both, I guess, but but mainly the parental leave. (laughs) Yeah, look, uh, there's answer both. So having having children has an impact. It's impossible. If it doesn't, then... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would like to meet you. (laughs) Yes, I'd like to meet your children because they're like dream, dream children. It has an impact. Yeah, our our children are, are fantastic. I love them to bits and so does Simone. But I think parental leave only helped our relationship. Simone was very grateful for the fact that I was around and so engaged. I mean, I know that's a sort of cliche word, but I mean, just being active, really active in and properly sharing. You know, we both agree we wanted to properly share. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, I can remember my dad telling me that he he got told when my mum went to labour, he wasn't even allowed to go to the hospital. Oh, well, he says he wasn't allowed, who knows? But he, he said he took a call when, from, when he was in the pub. I was like, okay, great. You know, where, where it's uh, that given birth to me. So it, 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 it changes and uh, the world has changed a lot, I guess. I think it did make a difference to Simone. I think with our second, actually, because I haven't had um, parental leave, some aspects have been tougher, but equally Simone has been through it once before, um, we've both been through it once before, actually, in fairness. We've both been through it once before, so we know what it what it entails. She was there for, we collectively decided to sort of defer the leave until until later. Mm. And it does help when you've just got the basic sorted. So at least you know how to burp a baby, which when you're a first-time parent, it's, it's, it's all yeah. those very simple, practical things. Yeah, oh, I can remember um, 
burping a baby, even changing the nappy to, to begin with. Like now it's second nature, as you all know, but to begin with, it's quite daunting, actually. Like, particularly <laughs> when the, what do you call it? The, when it's that, the, the dark, tarry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what's the right word I should use for this podcast, but you know what I mean? Um, it's like oil, an oil slick coming out. And it's, oh my and it, and it's like, oh my God, what do I do with this? Which, looking back, it's hilarious because now you sort of could change a nappy and do things in, in it with your eyes closed and half or half sleep as, as frequently do. So yes, yeah, it does, it does actually, make a difference. Actually, I do want to ask about sleep. So mm. I presume that you are quite sleep deprived often. Is that fair? So I think we were with Stella to begin with. Yes, I have to be honest with Eva. We've, ooh, they're both very good children, actually. When I hear some of the stories, I think we're slightly fortunate. Uh, <laughs> You're jinxing it now, you know. Yeah, that. I know, yeah. But um, with Eva, um, she, she was in our room for the first uh, about four or five months. And she would wake up, obviously, to feed her in the night, but she would literally make a little squeaking noise, which really and I'm quite a light sleeper, sleeper but wouldn't wake me up and some, she would just have a feed and then go back to sleep so you know, it was quite we're very lucky shall we say mm. that said we do go through periods Stella's recently just started nursery and you know as such she's got she's had a sort of cold or flu for constantly for the last couple of months and that's passed to Eva as well and so there's been several times where both of them are fully fully awake how do we manage it we sort of give each other lions at the weekend, or mainly, to be honest, it's it's me obviously managing the two while Simona's a lion because she's had less chance to in in the week. And also, we do go to bed earlier than what we did pre-children, mm. probably an hour earlier, I suspect. Yeah. We said our average bedtime was half 11 before. It's certainly, certainly now half 10, I would guess. Yeah, I, I agree. I've just set my, so our daughter has just slept really badly for the last few weeks and I've set myself a target to be in, in bed for nine for the next seven days. I don't know if I'll stick to it, but mm. sometimes you just have to do things like that to make sure that you are reasonably coherent during the day. Yeah, you do. And then sometimes, I, I guess we more often don't go to bed together always now. So sometimes Simone will say, look, I need to go to bed, but particularly with Eva, where she's been ill in the last few months, I, I'm going to go to bed slightly earlier because, you know, sometimes in the week I I do, she does wake me up to help out, but typically she'll say, look, you're working. I'm conscious. She, I'm on maternity leave in her words now. Yeah, you'll give me a line at the weekend, won't you? <laughs> um, but I'm going to deal with it in the week. So, so we've sort of got, got herself comfortable with, with the, that. Although there is something about, nice about going to bed together as a, as a couple. Mm. So, you know, try and limit that as much as we can. So we just both go to bed earlier, basically. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. So let's talk about what you say to more junior people. I presume people come to you left, right and centre to ask about share parental leave. Mm. What advice, if any, do you give them? Yeah, they do, actually. It's, it surprised me how many people do come and talk to you. Uh, and I guess that's something about your form of a role model, whether you're comfortable with it or not, whether you think you're a role model or not. If, if you're ever sort of one of the first of um, a bunch of people taking up something, then people are naturally going to come speak to you. So once you get yourself comfortable with that, then try and say advice is do what you think. I mean, it's again, a bit of a cliche, but do what you think is right. There's never any one 
one answer is right. You've got to, so I remember another partner talking to me saying, should I take three months off when the baby's born? Should I take it later? And I was, and, and he'd been told by everyone that he should take it later. And he'd been told three months was the right period and should take it after six to nine months. And I was like, oh yeah, possibly. But I said to him, well, just think about it. What, what does your other half want? What support do you have around you? This is, it was going to be their first child. And then, then they, he decided to take three months from birth because he was thinking you know, that would be actually better for the two of them. So I always say, speak to your, your partner, your other half, and work out what is the right solution for, for the two of you, well, for the three of you or four of you mm. or five of you, depending on how many, <laughs> where you're at in terms of numbers. That's the main advice I give rather than try and say, you should do this or... I learned this. Do you think having children and going on leave has changed you in any way and changed you as a leader? Yes, I mean, it definitely has. Um, having children, I defy um, <laughs> belief that anyone can have children and not change. Um, How did you change? Actually, for me personally, it brought a probably more balance to my life, I think, I'd say. So before children so bc i probably was investing more time in my work not necessarily smart time but would have uh, yes had active sort of what do you want to call it social interests personal interests but there were always things which if need be you could compromise you try not to by i I can remember I used to do Spanish evening classes or even web design at one point uh, and different things like this or sporting things or you get into your gym regime. But there still can be a tendency to sort of make compromises um, more so than what you might otherwise if you have children. Because if you have children, then well, there's a couple, couple of things. One, you want to spend time with them, <laughs> right? And then two, there's also necessity that sometimes you have to, right? Because you're on responsibility for childcare and therefore you haven't got a choice. So it changed me from that, that perspective to balance my life. It also changed me in terms of having a broader perspective on things. So understanding different issues from different, a broader perspective than what I might have done previously. Like, like what, for example? So understanding the demands on, on people in PwC with children taking a different viewpoint on issues in society, if you will, in terms of the, it's, it's not, you're not just thinking about yourself and the impact on you, but you're thinking about the impact on your, on your family and on your, on your daughters and on future generations. So I think it does do that. It's also taught me, you know, you get probably a sense of what's important and what isn't so important. Uh, so trivial things probably don't concern you quite so much unless you're really deprived of sleep. <laughs> uh, but typically you get a better sense of what's really, really is important and not yeah. in life. I do think it can make you at work more strategic because you just don't have time to waste with hmm. stuff. Not to say, obviously, there are lots of fantastic people who don't have children who are very strategic. But I do see a shift that lots of people start, as you say, leave the trivial stuff by the wayside and focus on what really matters both at work and at home. I think that is fair. Um, I think it can also give you more better habits, better structure. Mm. I now have not rigid, but a sort of broadly set, okay, I'm going to get this train and this train home. You know, we'll stick to that probably 80% of the time. Whereas previously I would, I would not have that same. And that 
actually, once you have that structure and those habits in place, then it confines you in terms of how you spend your time. And then you can prioritize it to your point on whether it's more strategic or more valuable activities, maybe the right way of describing it, as opposed to stuff which, you know, in the age we all live in, there's, there's always stuff you could be doing in any job you're in. Mm-hmm. And particularly with um, the use of um, technology, there's access to um, for you and to you 24 <laughs> seven. I would actually just comment on that as well. I would, f- I have found myself turning off my <laughs> technology more than what I had done in the past. Uh, there was times where Simone and I, yeah, yeah, would uh, we both acknowledge it? Would sit on on the sofa one end or the other and spend the night looking at our iPhones. We still do that, and sometimes it's sort of downtime, but we do it a lot less because switching off the phones because you need you can't really well you can, but you can't really um, look after children while also looking at your iPhone. So, how do you manage the practicalities of? childcare picking up when both of you are at work and none of you is on parental leave? So Simone went back to work actually, though she had nine months maternity policy, she went back after six months because she got offered an opportunity for promotion and progression at Unilever. And it was a fantastic role working for a very inspirational leader who she'd worked with previously. So she wanted to take that and we discussed that and I absolutely supported her to do that. And we then said, okay, that's great. Now we need to work out what, how we get support um, with Stella. We were quite fortunate in that I'd signed up for the local nurseries and we live in sort of once of common Earlsfield area, like most areas in London, you sort of have to sign up for your children for any nursery or school five years before they're even born. But, uh, but we signed up there. But then one of Simone's friends had a nanny who the children were going to school. So it meant that the didn't have such a requirement for this nanny and we looked at it and it's like well actually the cost of this is going to be very comparable to a nursery and there's much more flexibility we found with a nanny for our jobs because with the nursery they're quite rigid on the times sometimes i just wonder how people make this work and we didn't have it's not like we had a grandparent or or frankly any family member who could help us out either side of what would have been the nursery timetable so we would have had to manage it between ourselves which we thought we potentially could have done but equally she has to travel with work i have to travel with work and then it was going to be difficult so in the end we went ahead with with shelly our nanny who's also brazilian actually so that had a double benefit in that she can speak portuguese with with stella and eva and um as well as simone and sort of bring them up bilingual i want to ask you what was your favorite moment of combining a leadership career with young children if you had to pick one particular moment what springs to mind so a few things, I guess. One was bringing Stella and Eva into the workplace to spend time with my work colleagues. So I really, really enjoyed that because, you know, something about them having some connectivity, Stella, particularly as she's older, she can, Stella likes to get my laptop <laughs> and say, me work, me work. And then she starts um, working on it. Uh, so she could uh, sort of feel a little bit more <laughs> what I'm doing at, at PDBC. So that was one thing. I also have to say being a, being a mentor with your program and bringing Stella to that was um, really great. I don't know if you remember when we had the sort of the kickoff event and we did the, the, the matching exercise. I brought Stella to that. So really enjoyed that. And then generally maybe the point 
I always get a kick when people ask me for my perspectives and views about the journey that they're about to go on. It's really, you know, there is, I think you, it's human nature that when you're talking about anyone going through a life experience like that, that you've been through, which means so much, you get so much out of it. It's has such, such an impact on you. When you're talking to them about their journey, you're really, genuinely really excited for them, but it also takes you back to your experiences and the um, amazing memories you have as well. So even on a daily basis, when people talk to me about that, I get a lot out of that. Mm. So if your best mate came to you and would ask you for your best advice, and obviously I get what you're saying that it's a personal thing and everyone needs to find their own journey, but what would be the thing that you would tell them they should definitely do or think about? I've touched upon it already, but having conversation with your other half about how things are going to be different and how you're going to continue to communicate and adapt through that, I think that is important. Mm-hmm counterestimate it is 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 a big life change and in a massively positive way but there are pressures that come upon you as a result of it whether it's as you sort of touched upon earlier sleep fatigue whether it's you don't have any time or very limited time particularly once you have two to do anything um when you're with them you know they demand your attention so it's it, it's having that dialogue but you know be able to chat to your other half and and be clear about um together what you're going to go through and sort of talk through that i think that's Mm. the big thing i would suggest Mm. above and beyond that i mean i I did read a few books i like to sort of swat up and stuff uh i went to um what do you call it now i forgot nct and that was all actually very helpful it did did prepare me you know you end up I guess being a consultant, I like to be an expert in things. So I ended up getting quite a lot of expertise on different stuff, which, which for me worked really well. There is a lot to bring up a child, so don't underestimate it. But equally, don't go too far the other way. You know, you've got to do what you think is right. And sometimes your intuition and your instinct will be the best guide for you. And is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you think is important to share with the listeners? And you sort of touched upon it as well, the sort of role model duty for all of us. So we are still living in a world where there is massive inequality in many, many ways you look at it. But certainly in terms of the way we as society approach parental leave and also how we approach childcare, there's inequality in terms of where the burden lies on the two parents. And I think we all have a duty generally without me sort of preaching here to see if we can help us all be part of that journey together in terms of striving for equalization i guess you know that will come over time Mm. years realistically absolutely we just need to keep working at it and Mm. we'll get there eventually and uh, yeah but thank you so much for your insights and your thoughts tim and especially also for being a just do you think you are a pioneer and um, thank you for doing that you may not agree with the word pioneer but I really do think you are so well, big thank, thank you. you for that thank you very much thank you so much for listening to this conversation and I hope it did give you as much food for thought as it gave to me I've been really humbled by the listener number so far with this podcast but in order to bring you the most inspirational and thought-provoking guests I want to grow the listener numbers further 
So you can do something to support me, which is if you right now look at your address book on your phone and WhatsApp to five friends who you think could benefit from the conversations that we're having here on this podcast, uh, please share it with them. And also do go online and leave a written review as well as a five, ideally a five-star review on the podcast. Also, I would love your help and uh, thanks for bearing with me as I'm asking for lots of help. You'll see that social entrepreneurs tend to ask lots of people for help. I think that comes with uh, trying to make a difference. So the second point I would like to ask for your help with is I've just launched applications to the 2020 Leaders Plus Fellowship Program. It's a program I'm super proud of. It's all about progressing your leadership careers unapologetically continuing to aim high while at the same time unapologetically again wanting to be a present parent and we give you a senior leader mentor you get access to the latest research around how to manage career progression how to manage workplace politics you can do all that while having your baby on your lap should you have a baby and also I think the most powerful thing is that you connect with a group of wonderful people who all share the same passion and each in their own way want to progress their career while still being engaged parents. So I hope to see as many applications as possible and I would love for you to share it. So again, if you can share it with five friends, all the information is on the website www.leadersplus.org.uk as a social enterprise with practically no marketing budget you sharing this right now will make a massive difference so thank you and i'm looking forward to the next conversation